through. Try this again. Is it recording? Maybe. All right, everybody. Welcome to the next perspective, episode two. Um, just want to say thanks to everybody who downloaded the first episode about a week ago or so. Um, way more than I thought. It was over 50, which, of course, starting doesn't seem like a big number, but I'm absolutely thrilled by it, and that is fantastic. So this week, as you can tell, I am all by myself, and I really just wanted to take this time to talk about who I am, what this podcast is, what I thought I wanted it to be. So yeah, episode two, The Next Perspective. Who am I? Why this podcast? How it came to be? Why I finally start, wanted to try and just do it? What to expect moving forward in future podcasts? And just closing up with just a few additional thoughts. So who am I, right? My name is Nate Den. I am from Minnesota originally. Um, as I mentioned in the first episode, I am active duty in the United States Air Force. Currently, I live in Northwest Florida. Um, today is actually uh, four year marks four years that we've me and my family have lived here. Um, in fact, it is the longest that we have lived anywhere within those last thirteen some years that I've been in the Air Force. Um, as I said, I'm from Minnesota, it's a town called Mankato. It's about hour and fifteen hour and twenty minutes south of Minneapolis. Uh, I grew up there all my life. Uh, didn't really leave much, honestly. Uh, kind of pretty uh, humble upbringing. Um, not many vacations or anything like that. Uh, we went to South Dakota once when I was 10. So that was kind of the extent of my travels until later in life. Um, in fact, when I went to basic training, uh, it was I think it was the second or the third time I was even on an airplane. So to go from a little bit of nothing to all over the world has been quite extraordinary. Um, so just a quick run through. So basic training for those that don't know for the air force, um, San Antonio, Texas. So I was there for a few months, did my technical school training there to learn my job. And then I got orders to Langley air force base, Virginia. I was pretty excited. In fact, um, when you're in, Tech school, they give you this sheet of paper and they, they call it a dream sheet because you're dreaming about where where in the world that you think you could end up. And I really just put places next to the ocean because that's all I wanted to see. Um, and so I ended up at uh, Langley Air Force Base, Virginia. Got to go um, see the Atlantic Ocean. That was great. And then uh, I was there for about two years. Um, and then I got married and joined my wife in England. We had a great Two were there. In fact, we were there for all three years. Um, busy, traveled, worked hard, busy. She was still in the Air Force at that time. And then um, when she became pregnant with our son, she decided to get out. And then we ended up orders over to Germany. So we uh, skipped over there. And we were only there for two and a half years, almost three. Um, our son was actually diagnosed with autism at that time. So we ended up coming back to the States so he can get the services that he needed. And we ended up in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, had no idea that there was a military base there in Cheyenne. And honestly, it was a pretty great tour there as well. Um, did not realize how close Cheyenne is to Colorado and Denver and just really enjoyed the area and the mountains. And it was great. 
And then all of a sudden, um, less than two years, maybe 18 months to 20 months, we found out that the services that my son was having were going to be cut and we were going to move again. And that's how we ended up here, Northwest Florida. We're actually at uh, Herbert Field. It's great. So like I said, four years, the longest place I've ever lived anywhere. Um, it's been pretty pretty fantastic up until this point. So but why did I join the Air Force? Honestly, I really wasn't doing a whole lot. Uh, I had graduated radio broadcasting school, moved back home to Mankato, working at one of the radio stations there, um, mostly weekends, uh, some remote spots here and there, but I, you know, just not much money. I was helping my brother roof throughout the week, living with him. And after about two years, my dad and my mother-in-law or stepmom, stepmom, not mother-in-law, that would be wrong. Uh, had pushed for me to join the military and just get out and do something. And after a lot of back and forth with army and air force, I ended up on the air force. Um, and then I, I came in, uh, I left for basics training a week before Christmas in 2006. Um, so that's a little bit about me. And then about this podcast, right? So obviously, as I said, I have this radio background a little bit and, and I've always been feeling just that itch to get back into it in some sort of a capacity. Um, even when I was in England, there was an American running a radio station in one of the little villages next to the base. And so there were a few times that I would go out and do some remote broadcasting for them. And it was just, I look back on it now and it was really weird to be able to do that. And just the fact that I can say that I've been on the radio internationally is fun to say, even though it was completely minor. I literally went out to a pig farm and said something about a butcher shop lasted about two minutes and I was done. And uh, I didn't do much else, maybe one other in-studio gig, and then that was kind of it. So until then, this is actually until last week with the podcast that's been my radio experience. And so as part of it was just to to get down back on that and just something that I loved and, and passionate about. Um, the other idea, especially with this COVID stuff, and, and I mentioned it last week, was the speed mentoring idea. And really where this next perspective or idea of perspectives or what's going on uh, started with the speed mentoring thing. And like I said, it's um, primarily you go into a big room. It's a large gathering. A lot of people normally sign up. You rotate every couple minutes um, with another you know, higher ranking individual and you just learn about them. They learn about you. Take notes. Ask questions about any topics that you may have. Write it down. Don't write it down. Whatever you want to do. And you kind of you kind of leave, or at least I did, right? And then, but the only thing that I would look forward to is I would always get a chance to learn something new from a bunch of different people that I could at least take a nugget or two or three or five, even depending on the people that I got to talk to or or how those people are, right? Because success or or what you deem success is always different. Um, there's no linear path. There's just no one way to do it. And in fact, uh, maybe I'll throw this video up. It's a short clip. Um, the University of Minnesota football coach, PJ Fleck, he's got a great video of what he calls his success chart, or at least I think that's what he called it. But, you know, video or, you know, chart one is a straight arrow, you know, starting lower left, going all the way top right. People think success. I start here, 
work a little bit, and boom, we're automatically at the top. And it's just not that way. So he flips over his piece of paper, and it's, you know, it's a zigzag up, down, up, down, down, up, down, up, highs, lows, high lows, but it continually moves to the top right corner of the page. And he basically says, this this is real success. You know, you start you start basically nowhere ever, right? Episode one last week, episode two this week, learn new, we're going to learn along the way. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. So I just really like that. And then I wanted to tie that in, not just with interviewing people in the military, although, however, I will because it's what I have available. The idea is to interview successes, people that have set lofty goals for themselves or have faced adversity in some sort of way and went through it and figured it out and Maybe they started something with an idea of where they were going and completely ended up somewhere that they didn't, which honestly, a lot of the times that's exactly what is going to happen. Um, so really, this is that. This is me trying. Just wanted to try. Um, probably this thing never takes off to anything other than you know some family and friends that listen to it and maybe enjoy it, which if you do, thank you. And then, but honestly, I, you know, a friend of mine suggested, hey, write down 100 names, you know, from what you think is small to big. And I got some pretty lofty goals of people that I want to interview on this thing. And that's, that's this pop- finding out how people tick, you know, what, what makes people keep going when, when it gets hard. You know, everyone, everyone has their own experiences. It's how you learn. And then I just want to find out what, what, uh, Make them, make some. What gets them up in the morning? What's that drive, you know, and why? Because um, it's so easy just to not do stuff, right? Um, continuation and discipline <laughs> are main things that make people successful. You just continually do it over and over, um, and that's one of the reasons why I do love my job. I get to move a lot, like I've said been in five different places in less than 14 years. I've met hundreds of people, right, from all over the world, literally, you know, um, talk wrestling with Canadians at a chow hall in Qatar. So you don't get to do that every day. So that's kind of fun. Um, I have people that work for me that are not even American citizens and yet still wanted to sign up and join the military just to become better themselves and start a better life for themselves. Um, and it's been fantastic. And it's probably the favorite part of my job is meeting people and finding out what their goals are and then figuring out if there's anything that I can do to help them get there. There's just so many resources out there that people just don't know about or they forget or they think it's too hard and they just don't try. And so if I could just sprinkle a little bit of try dust or a little bit of positivity someone's way that'll just give them, you know, maybe it's a day or an hour where they can feel a little better about themselves. They can try. That's uh that's, that's the best part about being a supervisor in the air force is when you have a young airman come up to you. That's been struggling with something. And all of a sudden they've been going and they figured it out and they got a goal or they're starting to see the light at the end of their tunnel of what they want to do. It's, it's amazing. And that's kind of the other part of this podcast that I want to achieve, right? So what to expect from this podcast moving forward? Um, want to be consistent, 
like I said. So going to try to have some sort of content out, whether it's just me or or mo- going to try to have more interviews. But I want it to be weekly, biweekly, um, just so I can continue that track of forward movement. And then I, th- I just think consistency is super important. So every week or two, will pro- there will be new content, and I'll be throwing that stuff out. Um, as I said, for interviews – I'd like it to be more interview based and not really just an interview, but more conversation. Um, if you listen to episode one, um, you know, I, I talked to Lieutenant Nick Miller and it was, I thought it, you know, other than some sound difficulties, which hopefully um, I can start to figure out, I really thought it was great and he was super genuine and it, and his story was really cool. So if you haven't listened to episode one, I highly encourage that you do. Um, Lieutenant Nick Miller uh, enlisted in the Air Force got out, used some, of his, used some of his benefits, and then ultimately came back and commissioned. Uh, and now he's uh, technically my boss in my chain of command. But great dude, and uh, just, yeah, that episode was great, and he was he was wonderful. So go ahead and, and listen to that one if you haven't already. So to sort of wrap this up, um, the intention wasn't for this episode to be as long, and clearly it's not. It's about half of the last one, but that's about what it's going to be moving forward 30 minutes to an hour or so, but talked a little bit about who I am, you know, just regular dude from Minnesota trying to navigate himself through this crazy thing, uh, in the air force I have had some great experiences all around the world. Why I wanted to start this podcast, the next perspective, right? Always, always seeing insight from other individuals and, and what gets them going and how do they reach their goals? And what makes them a success? And then, of course, what to expect just to move forward, you know, trying to do this thing weekly, bi-weekly. And we'll just see how it goes. The best part about this one is there's still going to be elements of wanting it to be organic. And that's what it will be. So to, to just close it up, uh, I wrote this uh, quote down. I don't even know if I made this up or I read this somewhere, right? But within my career or in in working with people and trying to lead people and help people reach their goals. I just wrote down leadership is seeing potential in someone that they themselves do not see and helping them reach their goals. So obviously throughout my whole career and my whole time in the air force, a lot of people have helped me get to where I am today and I wouldn't be here on my own. Right. So this is just another outlet for people to learn and get better. And so I just want to say thanks again. Thanks for taking the time to download, listen, whatever way you're doing. I know that um, I've sent out the website. I've got this thing up on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. So please download, rate, leave some comments. Only nice ones, of course. I'm just kidding. You can say whatever you want. Um, I have no idea what this thing is going to be. All I know is that I'm just trying my best to make it whatever it is and have some fun doing that. So with that said, thanks again. Until next time on The Next Perspective.